the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. One of the great organizations in this country. I'm proud to say that because we work with them, Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, Kristen Wagner is a senior legal counsel there. They uh, they fight the good fights in, up to the Supreme Court. You are now fighting a fight that is, is I, in my opinion, Kristen, is a dividing line in this country. I, this is the first question I ask people who speak about the trans issue. Do you think it's fair when trans females, that is male, biological males, compete against biological females in sports? And that the answer to that question tells me if I'm talking to a rational human being or not. Now, you are now involved in the courts, correct? Yes, we are. We filed a lawsuit yesterday. In what state? Connecticut, in federal good. court. Uh, you folks are <laughs> you're good. That's the state I wanted you to do it in because the... The uh, male bodies have set all the female records in uh, in track, in high school track in that state. Tell, tell my listeners about it. Well, we represent three Connecticut uh, female athletes who run track there, um, all in the, under the same athletic association. Uh, and they're all three champions in their own right. Um, they have established records, have won, won a number of races, um, and what happened was two males uh, began to compete with them in the girls' leagues and now hold 15 women's state championship titles that were once held by nine different girls, including uh, one of our clients, for example, has lost four girls' state championships and two all New England awards to a boy who actually three weeks prior to joining the girls competition ran as a boy in Connecticut. I knew you would know stuff I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, I, that, well, it's, it is my job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, that's exactly right. So uh, I, that I did not know the three weeks thing. Three weeks earlier, he ran in the male competition, but he figured I'll do better in the female. So I'll say I'm female. Well, whatever he figured, what we know is that girls deserve to compete on a level playing Yes, field. exactly. So let me let me just so first of all, have these girls been the uh, the subject or object of attacks for going to court? You know, I think it depends on which day you ask them. Have people said things to them? Um, have it, has one of them ex- thinks that they experienced some retaliation. Do we have a claim? Yes, and, and we've, we're pursuing that. But they also have received a lot of support from 
the other girls that they're going to school with and, and from their colleagues in their classes. Um, so it's been a bit of a mixed bag there in Connecticut, um, but thankfully they have each other, and they're very, very brave young women to take a stand. Tell them I would be happy to have them on my show, okay? Just communicate to them. Uh, cause, I will uh, be sure to do that. Uh, thank you. I have used Connecticut as the example. Why is Connecticut, by the way, uh, the example? What goes on there? Well, I think it's a matter of where, you know, girls are, it takes a lot of bravery. It really, it's hard for young girls to stand up and to say this isn't right. They want to be compassionate uh, to their fellow students. They don't want to come across and, and they're being told, you know, you're hateful or this or that. And, and so they're, they're concerned about how they're perceived. But these three women have had such courage in being willing to stand and say, I'm not just standing for myself, for my own championships that I've missed out on, but for the girls that are coming behind me. And so that's the main reason it started in Connecticut. These policies are in other states as well, and I'll guarantee you this isn't the end of the litigation. There will be other lawsuits. Has it gone to any court yet? Not yet. So I have, I, 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 immorally and rationally, it's not even an issue. But legally, if Connecticut says you are the gender, as they now call it, you are the sex you identify as, what is your legal argument? There's a federal statute called Title IX, and it requires that girls be given equal opportunities in athletics. It says that you cannot discriminate on the basis of sex, and that's a federal law. It's not a state law. Under the regulations um, that have to do with Title IX, it even spells it out more clearly to say that the schools need to be providing athletic opportunities that are of equal quality to girls and women as to boys and men, and that accommodates the specific abilities of girls. And we know that in many sports, there are basic physiological differences between the sexes that are just a reality and have to be taken into account. So the league, uh, as well as the public schools, they're violating federal law by discriminating on the basis of sex uh, against these girls. They're discriminating on the basis of sex by doing what? By allowing biological boys to compete, to take athletic opportunities, to take places, to... to uh, so is, is, the, is the issue then which is which takes preponderance, federal or state law? Well, that's not an issue because we know it's federal law. Um, okay. Federal okay. Law so, that, 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 are you are, are you in a state court? You're obviously in a state court to begin with, correct? No, we're in a federal court. Oh, you are. Okay. So, what would the what would they have to rule that biology is all that dictates who competes against whom? No, there are many different ways that a court could rule on a final solution, but essentially what we're asking is, particularly in, in track, um, biological differences matter, and so those who are males need to compete against men, and those who are girls need to compete against girls. Uh, what we know from even just looking at basic uh, scores and run times is that the best female athletes in track and field are beaten regularly yes, no, by it's a farce. hundreds of high school yes. boys. By the way, I don't know if this is on your radar. It's on mine. The silence of feminist groups 
with regard to this issue? Well, and not only silence, but, uh, you know, there some of the groups are coming out in, in favor of boys taking spots from wait, girls. Wait, tell, do, you, do you have any names? Um, Planned Parenthood, um, the ACLU, abortion rights groups, um, they've all... Wait, what, what do up. abortion rights groups have to do with who races against whom? I think it, it does get to a deeper issue of um, biological differences in men and women and when those differences matter. I can't speak to what those groups are saying, but I will tell you there are a number of radical uh, feminist groups that actually are lining up with us and that have filed friend of the court briefs. Do you, do you have any names, um, any of those names? Wolf is one group that has uh, been tremendously helpful to us. Uh, Wolf? I'm sorry, Wolf? Yes, Wolf, W-O-L-F. Right. Um, and they actually participated um, in a number of events and have really brought this to the forefront and have taken tremendous heat as a result. And I think they're hoping to, to rally others. And you may have seen, you know, there was an op-ed with Maria Navratilova and other female... Well, Ma- Maria Navratilova has been uh, excommunicated from the LGBTQ. Uh, Martina Navratilova has been uh, excommunicated. Right. There, there are heavy penalties to pay if you stand up for fair play for girls. That's certainly true from the LGBT uh, side of things. But what we ultimately know is that this is, it is a women's rights issue. It should be a women's rights issue, um, given the 50 years of, of hard-fought victories that have, have been achieved. And really, this is rolling those back in many different ways. When does the case uh, take place? The, we were just assigned a, a judge today, um, and we will. We filed a motion for preliminary injunction yesterday, asking the court to give us an advance ruling to protect our clients before we go to trial. Um, and we'll be waiting for the court to set that argument um, here shortly. So you are fighting the state of Connecticut. The defendants in the lawsuit are the Connecticut Athletic Association. And then the public schools, uh, essentially the public school districts of where our clients attend. And um, and so those are the defendants. It's not the state proper, but it is the Connecticut. I, I wonder if uh, in the Olympics, because they're allowing trans uh, females to compete against females of the Olympics. I wonder. Are- uh, go on. Well, there are, Dennis, there are, um, the OIAC has some regulations in place and they're monitoring testosterone levels and things like that, which that's, science will tell you that's not effective. Of course, they know it's absurd it's, anyway. What does that have to do with muscle tone or, exactly, or, or bone structure? No, 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 it, it's, it, it's, look, uh, this, the, this is my purview. Uh, just tell you, fear of the left is the greatest fear in the Western world today. It's, it obviously surpasses fear of God. It surpasses fear of anything. That That's what dominates. Listen, I'm going to uh, stay in touch with you. Uh, this, uh, Please, as soon as you have uh, anything to report, let us know, because I want to monitor this case, okay? Well, thank you. We're grateful. Yes, we're grateful to you. It's a great organization, Alliance Defending Freedom. Tell, tell them you heard about this on the show and you uh, want to help them out. Because they're defending these girls for free, I'm sure. Do you understand the, the, the twilight zone we have entered because of the left? 
you say you're a girl and you can compete. They, they won, what is it, all the records basically in the state of Connecticut are won by biological males. And, and, and if you're on the left, you're supposed to think that's beautiful. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Have you noticed the Democrats' new message? It's go big or go home. Elizabeth Warren says we need big structural change. Bernie Sanders agrees, saying no half measures. Nearly all the candidates have jumped on the bandwagon, favoring Medicare for all, free college, a massive Green New Deal. But there's a problem. Americans don't trust big government. A Pew Research study showed only 17% trust government to do what's right. 75% believe trust in the federal government is shrinking. A new book, Good Enough for Government Work, argues the American people don't trust government officials finding their programs inefficient and ineffective. Republicans should be the party of incremental change. Their climate change ideas about innovation, research, and plastic waste are a great example. According to the American people, the era of big government should be over. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.